0: Closer Look is a public affairs presentation. Views and opinions of the guests don't always reflect the views of the ministry, and some topics aren't suitable for children. Air One is
1: committed to community. Closer Look continues with a look at local agencies, events, and issues.
0: This is Closer Look. I'm Becky Hansen, and my guest today is Drew Glassford. Chief Executive Officer of the Boys and Girls Clubs of Dundee Township, serving children in the northwest suburbs of Chicago. Welcome to Closer Look, Drew.
1: Thank you, Becky. It's great to be here.
0: The mission of the Boys and Girls Clubs is to enable all young people, especially those who need us most, to reach their full potential as productive, caring, responsible citizens. Do you have a success story about one of these kids that you can share with us?
1: Absolutely. So Becky, we serve about 2,000 kids a year. 91% of them are at the poverty level or below. Uh, they have many challenges and barriers to success. And, and one in particular that really moved me uh, is a, a girl, woman now by the name of Gina and Gina was really impacted uh, by her experience with our program and wanted to become a social worker as a result. Uh, She started working her way through community college to get her bachelor's degree and, you know, could only go two years at the community college, but couldn't afford a four-year school. So she joined the Army. And in the Army, she got the GI Bill after she completed her four years of service and used that investment uh, of time in the Army to pay for her degree. She then went on and worked the entire time to get her master's degree and is now a successful social worker. And when, when I heard her story, when I talked to Gina about it, she was kind of embarrassed to share that, you know, it took that long for her to get her degree. And, and I'm on the other side of the table, just blown away at her persistence and her commitment and vision and drive to um, really complete her goal. So, you know, not, not only to achieve a, a master's degree, you know, with, with where she started, but also to give back to the community Uh, and the kids, um, you know, to really respond to that need was just really moving and really, really, really impactful.
0: I can see that such a full circle and a great example uh, to anybody that she deals with for the rest of her life. Truly, she stepped up to the plate and did what she had to do. Uh, Such personal responsibility. Uh, That's a characteristic that we can all use.
1: I agree. I agree. You know, One of the most important things for our kids to see is someone who looks like them, who came from their experiences and then went on to be successful. Right. So she's got that that story and the power um, of her own understanding and her own challenges to overcome that will motivate and uh, inspire uh, other kids to follow. It's it's extraordinary.
0: And. Part of the success, I think, is characterized in the tagline of the Boys and Girls Club, Nourish Character, Inspire Potential. It speaks to me that part of the effort is to provide that nourishment or the environment, but the child needs to be inspired to meet their own dreams and potential.
1: Absolutely. You know, when you think about a child that's in a financially challenged household, a lot of times it's a single parent or, or dual working parents, all of whom are working hard and just don't have the time to spend with your children that uh, what, you would, what a resource family would have. So what's really uh, impactful about our, our, our program is our leaders. Our leaders are like that parent to them. You know, we, we, kinda, we call them mentors, but they're really more like a big sister or an aunt, or and sometimes a parent, right, who can spend that time to, first of all, believe in the child, and second of all, provide guidance on what they need to do to be successful uh, and it starts at the elementary school age, right? So we work with with our elementary school kids to craft uh, that character, you know, right from wrong, perseverance, uh, belief in themselves, positive identity. And then as they go into middle school, you know, as wonky as middle school can be, when they're really discovering who they are to support them, uh, to explore, and, and as they start to handle mature, you know, becoming mature, how to take on the cultural pressures right? that that our culture puts on them, and then into high school where they they really need to figure out their pathway after graduation and how they can be successful. So I really love our tagline, to nourish character and inspire potential, because it really defines the pathway from elementary school through high school and, and what we consider to be the ultimate determinant of success, and that is employability.
0: What I think is interesting, too, in all of the things that you just spoke about is that there's a responsibility for all of us. I mean, you're obviously playing a huge role with the boys and girls club and these kids parents and aunts and uncles and friends, but even those of us who aren't related or having daily contact, we can affect kids in the grocery store line, can't we?
1: Absolutely. No. And you know, it's one thing that really inspires me daily is the level of community support, you know, it it truly does take a village and a community to get behind these kids and to support them. What makes our club unique, I believe, is that we have this amazing synergy between our volunteer organizations, so our rotary clubs, our churches, our park district, our school system, who's a huge partner for us, and then our business community, all of whom invest their time, their their financial resources, um, their expertise, to really create an opportunity for these kids to thrive and to make a difference for them. And to your point, er everyone can play a part in that, whether you volunteer to read to them if you have the time to do that, whether you provide financial resources for them. I believe we are really an extraordinary example of how a community can provide that critical support at a critical point in their life for them to be successful. Someone once shared with me that every kid needs someone that believes in them to be successful because we certainly know the challenges that life can present at them. And they, and they certainly have more than the typical or average. So everyone plays a part in it. Everyone's valued. And, uh, and I believe our results show that.
0: If you're just tuning in, I'm Becky Hansen here with Drew Glassford, Chief Executive Officer of the Boys and Girls Clubs of Dundee Township, serving children in the northwest suburbs of Chicago. Drew, your club has been working in Dundee Township for about 23 years, if I did my math correctly. What services were provided in the beginning and how has that changed over the years?
1: That's a great question because it really shows the success and evolution of the difference we've made. So the club was really started because the police chief and the head of the park district and the head of the school district and some business leaders got together and said, you know, we've got a gang problem in Carpentersville and in our communities. And it's because these kids are idle and we need to give them a solution after school. So they, they really formed the club. First of all, it's just a safe place to go uh, to be a kid. And it was very successful. The, the, the crime rate dropped significantly, the school attendance rate improved dramatically. So in its first formative years, it, it was really effective at providing a safe place and a nurturing environment for these kids to thrive. As the organization evolved, we then started to look at how do we move from being a charity and a safe haven to become an actual change agent? How do we address the systemic issues that without support of parents or a mentor that can give them a vision of who they can be, you know, you you can't dream what you don't know, right? And so how do we inspire them that there's more that they can achieve and then help support them on that path? So... Over the past 23 years, we've moved from, first of all, to solving this challenge uh, that our community faced with crime and gang involvement to where their gangs are non-existent now, and we're moving our kids to opening up their experiences and awareness of what's available to them and how to achieve it.
0: I think it's interesting that you talked about those dreams. Uh, my husband and I have done some extensive travel in in areas of the world that aren't probably everybody's first choice to visit but I remember him talking to some kids once and asking you know well what are your dreams what what do you want to be and these kids didn't have that luxury they didn't they didn't dream and I think it's sad to say that it's true here in the United States as well we do have kids that they're just making it day to day and they don't have that luxury to dream.
1: I totally agree, Becky. One of the statistics that really moved me to do this work and to realize the disparity between growing up in a household with resources and one that doesn't have resources is that there was a study done by University of Chicago uh, with their crime lab on the challenges that the, the south and west side of Chicago is really facing. And they, they shared that 80 percent of the kids that live in those communities have never seen Lake Michigan which is, you know, maybe a 5 mile or, you know, 5 miles from where they live, right? And what you realize is you when you don't have access to that, when you don't have someone that's showing you what's available or what's possible or or even what your your community is really like or your state is like or the nation's like, you you're, you become very myopic and, and 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 obviously that can build into frustration and anger and resentment and you just don't know any different, you know, so you you just don't know. So a huge piece of it really is about expanding their awareness, getting them to be able to dream because they, they then know of what they could be and the possibility that's there. So it, it really reinforces the need for these kids that are under-resourced and the challenges they have when you understand how limited their world is when you grow up in that environment.
0: How has COVID-19 changed the work that you do?
1: You know this has been a really difficult time for all of our families we've all had to make adjustments but when you think about food scarcity uh income threats right housing scarcity housing threats it's a whole nother level for our kids we responded right away uh, and opened up our first on-site facility on april 16th so two weeks after our schools shut down we knew our kids needed levels of support so We started with a virtual program and an in-person program, and the in-person program was really about those kids that were uh, children of essential workers, right, who their parents had no other choice, but they had to go to work at the hospital, or they had to go to work at the police department, or they had to go to work for the village or the grocery store. And so we really had to meet some very basic safety net needs for our community for it to be able to function and, and support the infrastructure that was critical right so we, we were able to serve that role and then as it evolved and we realized well kids weren't really getting outside kids were you know stuck inside for the summer. We created a summer camp program that was live and virtual that would get them out and encourage them to explore we actually had this whole uh, 10 phase exploration themed you know become a summer explorer program that would try to help them get out of a house. Uh, and under, and get into the commu- get into the community, go to parks, just explore their explore their backyard to start, but then explore their community and, and get out but then uh, in the fall, our school district has been working really hard to try to get the kids back in school because they know that 's the best environment for them to learn. Our, our kids are at least twenty percent somewhere thirty percent behind their typical cohort on reading and math, and so we, we we all knew school districts especially that having them not being in school. And, you know, some, a lot of them not having Internet access and a lot of them having home environments that weren't quiet, uh, that they were going to suffer even more as far as their deficits. So we worked really closely with our school district partners who have just been awesome partners, District 300, District 220, and District 158, to open up distance learning centers. So we converted gymnasiums and cafeterias and learning centers into distance learning centers so our kids could come. They could, first of all, get a meal. Uh, secondly, have a quiet place to learn. Third, with a one to 10 staff ratio to support them uh, as they did their learning. And every one of them had different schedules and, and different teachers. So that was qu- quite a bit challenging for my staff. Uh, and then um, also, you know, obviously internet accessibility. So we they had a place where they could get on wifi and get uh, and access their classes. So that was really huge. And and the t- And I gotta say my team, our team, has just been extraordinary in their ability to pivot because as we think about how COVID has impacted our communities, we've been through you know three or four different shifts on how are they learning, where are they learning, and then how do we really support our partner school districts in in helping our kids be successful.
0: Thanks for joining us. This is Closer Look. I'm Becky Hansen with my special guest Drew Glassford. Chief Executive Officer of the Boys and Girls Club of Dundee Township. You're going to find them online at bgcdt.org. That's the acronym for Boys and Girls Club Dundee Township. Or reach them by phone at 847-551-4309. Drew, it sounds like you've been very innovative. Your whole team has been very innovative. You also have some other programs I want to talk about Impact Center for Teens is pretty exciting. Tell us about that program.
1: We have an extraordinary board of directors, and, and we were presented with an opportunity with School District 300
0: to redevelop
1: a space and repurpose a space right next to Dundee Crown High School, where most of almost all of our kids go to high school, and create a an environment that focused on career development and career pathway. And so we chose the name Impact Center, and we work with the kids to pick that name because. Our belief was we knew we wanted to impact the kids in their future, but we also wanted our kids to impact the community and become known as a force for good. So we, we designed and built the Impact Center and we just opened it in January uh, of this year to focus on more of an emphasis on career pathway, what were they gonna do after high school and what's available to them, especially in the local community For job opportunities, particularly in the technical skills and technical trades area, we have a a lot of advanced manufacturing. We have a lot of computer science uh, opportunities and of course skilled trades and building trades, all of which may require one or two year competency, which is very achievable between The pathways that are available with the school district and with our community colleges. The biggest issue that our kids have, though, again, is just awareness of that. You know, they don't know what they could be and they don't know how to get it. So We have Will Tunstall, who's our career pathway director, who works directly with the kids to help plan their career. We use Naviance to to basically map out a career plan for them and then help support them academically to prepare in high school for what they need. And great thing about our school district partners are they have opportunities with our community colleges where they can actually earn credit, the community college. So when they graduate, they could some of them can graduate with an associate's degree or enough of a competency to get a really good job and get their foot. Uh, into a great uh, career path. So really excited about it. We also have a heavy emphasis on computer science skills. We have a computer lab. We have a build lab. uh, We have uh, a culinary lab where we teach them how to cook at home. We have an area where they do their laundry. It's really about rounding out their entire high school experience with something very meaningful and that can really support them to be successful when they graduate.
0: You know, there's a brilliance on so many levels with this, along with just having all of the opportunity available to them and all of that collaboration for their benefit. is It's an impressive thing. Part of this program as well is something called the Impact Crew.
1: Oh, this just really, really moves me to share this with you, Becky. So, so part of our jobs program was to have a summer jobs element to it. We had a donor that stepped up and said, hey, I'm um, I'm willing to help with the summer jobs program, what opportunities are available. And typically our kids can work at the park districts because the pools are open, right, and the recreation leagues are open, and our, our kids can help support that. But with the pandemic, all those, everything closed. The, the, none of our pools open. All those opportunities went away. So our, our team came up with the idea, of let's, let's create the impact crew, and let's buy equipment to do yard work and home repairs for people in our community that need it. So we bought a trailer and we bought lawn equipment, all of which we had donors step up to support. And we had the the villages give us lists of elderly or disabled residents who couldn't keep up with their yard work or home repairs. And so they were getting citations. And our kids went out and did the work to cut the grass and fix their homes up. And I have to tell you, you know, it was it was one thing to, to have the goal and objective to be work experience and have these kids feel good about it. But what I thought was really extraordinary was the residents' response to our kids. And some of them had lived in our communities for 75 years. They were afraid of these kids. They, obviously, they looked differently. They, you know, they, see, they were kind of fearful of them. Uh, and what was amazing was after a couple of days of work, they were bringing cookies and lemonade and ice cream out. And they said, you know, I, I, I used to be afraid of these kids, and and they have they've just been they've just saved me. They've saved my sense of spirit and humanity. This, this one woman was in tears just saying, I didn't know where to turn. And um, it's getting me. It's getting me now. Mm-hmm. Cause it was just really moving to see the difference they made. And, you know, we talk about a force for good, but, you know, to see it in action and to see the level of care our kids put into the work because they had, they had quality control. They had project managers. I mean, they were very well organized and accountable to each other. Um, but to see this, relationship development developed between our community's residents and our kids in a very positive way was just profoundly moving and uh, extraordinary
0: how is the boys and girls club of dundee township funded
1: so we have a variety of funding partners first and foremost i have to tell you the our board of directors many of them are business owners in our communities a lot of them have the advanced manufacturing companies or, uh, you know, high level employers that are not getting and and part of the reason that they really believe in our mission and and support us is they're not getting enough candidates or enough uh, qualified uh, job applicants for what they need. And they see that the ones that do come from our club are really good. So they want more, which Mm -hmm. is great. Right. So we have a lot of private investment from a lot of our major employers in our platform because they see a direct ROI. Uh, secondly, we have government support, particularly 21st Century Learning uh, Center program, which is really great because it's all about academic support, character development, community supports and family supports to help com- you know provide those missing pieces that I shared we provide and and they, what they realize is, and, and, and we do very detailed outcome studies on it, uh, and I have to say the Boys and Girls Club nationally has probably the best metrics measurement in their nat- national youth outcomes initiatives measurements. On the difference we're making on school attendance and academics and and belief in themselves right all those things that you we all know we need to be successful and so we get government grants through that program uh that are that are really um really targeted at what what best practices have determined will be the best way we can make a difference for those kids so we get public funding for that too we also get a lot of foundations and grant support so uh and, and then lastly we get a huge piece of National Boys and Girls Club support, particularly from a lot of their corporate partners, and particularly because of our impact center and the commitment we've made on what we call the Club to Career Pathway, where our goal is to develop those foundational traits at the elementary level, expand and build on their awareness at the middle school level, and then get them ready for a job at the high school level. So it's really uh, an extraordinary combination of support from many different entities. And then I have to say, just individual donors who, you know, we just had our, our our biggest event typically of the year last week. And we were really worried because we had to do it all virtually. And we actually blew away our goal and actually <laughs> made more money than we made last year. If You can endorsement of the community and the individuals who really love our kids and love our mission and see the difference we make.
0: You know, I'm already looking forward to the Impact Center success stories the next time we meet. But before we close, is there anything else that you'd like to add,
1: Becky? I just like to thank, first of all, I'll just thank everyone for their interest uh, in learning about our program and the difference we make. We you know we have we have our children for three hours a day every day after school, and I can't emphasize enough how well our community has worked together to support our kids. It really has taken this first and foremost the school districts to be willing to give us the space and the support, and it's extraordinary what our school districts have done in order to collaborate with us to make this successful. Our our business community support, our volunteer organizations uh community colleges. It's just, and, and then la- and lastly, I, I, I never want to say this last, but our staff, we just have, we're just blessed with a really great group of people who care deeply about children and about our kids and about their success. And many of them came up as Boys and Girls Club members, which is great. So They're believers and they've been through it and it's made a difference for them, so I just want everyone to know that it really does take a community, you know, as as we look at. Other major metropolitan areas that are facing massive challenges and you look at the breakdown of families and the breakdown of support structures, it really takes working on a school by school basis on a family by family basis. And spending the time and investing the resources to make a difference and i think we're a great example of that i'd love anyone who's interested in learning about what we do i am an open book and i am glad to share with anybody what we're doing and how we're successful and uh, i'm a believer in the case theory which is copy and steal everything so feel free to copy and steal anything i've got because the more you can learn from the wisdom of others that's what success in life is about so i really appreciate the opportunity becky
0: I'd like to thank my guest, Drew Glassford, Chief Executive Officer of the Boys and Girls Clubs of Dundee Township, serving children in the northwest suburbs of Chicago. For more information on the Boys and Girls Clubs, you can also email us at closerlook at air1.com. That's closerlook at A-I-R, the number one, For Closer Look, I'm Becky Hanson.
1: This has been Air One Closer Look. Find us online at air1.com.